Good morning. This is the Ben O'Clock News. I'm Benedict Esdale, and welcome to a Saturday special. Today's Saturday special kicks off with the news that last night I was out celebrating the birthday of a friend. Belated a little because his birthday is actually Christmas Day. And it's quite hard to arrange a sort of gathering on Christmas Day, so he always delays it. And this year it happened on February the 10th in the evening. And we went to a drum and bass club night at Printworks Club in London. Uh, Before that we were at Moby Dick, the pub, the Moby Dick. And here's a few fun whale facts. Moby Dick is based on Mocha Dick, or Mocha Dick, a real whale, a 70-foot albino sperm whale, who, similar to the whale in the stories, would pleasantly swim alongside some whaling boats, but as soon as they saw a harpoon, they would become enraged and very aggressive as well. And when they finally died, a Mocha Dick was found with more than 15 harpoons in their side. Uh, A real champion of the whale world. The biggest blue whale ever recorded was 100 feet long and weighed an estimated 190 tonnes, which is a hell of a lot. Humpback whales live off their fat reserves for six or seven months of the year. They don't eat at all. Uh, They do lots of gorging and then they just live off that fat. And uh, last fact on whales, uh, a whale can eat... 3,600 kilograms of krill a day. Slightly more than the beef puff pastry pie that I've been gorging on recently. To return to last night's story, I was actually given a VIP pass, which was very exciting. I was able to access a backstage area, hang out with all the cool kids, and as you can probably tell from my demeanour, a Cool drum and bass night is just my crowd, and I fitted in like a glove, in fact. In other news, one of my housemates is in Brussels this very moment, and heading to Antwerp thereafter. Uh, Some recommendations for Brussels and Antwerp. Uh, In Brussels, I would recommend Nona Pizza and Pasta, although I do have to warn you, they may steal your hat. And in Antwerp, I would recommend the zoo. Uh, I know a lot of people... Uh, Don't find zoos a very comfortable thought, but I have been to Antwerp Zoo, and I was very excited to see the tigers, and of course there weren't any, because the tiger enclosure was closed. Uh, It was enclosed enclosure, but there was a very beautiful butterfly greenhouse, I'm not sure what they're called, a menagerie of these huge blue beautiful butterflies and it was really magical walking around there so if you're going to Antwerp then I do recommend heading to the zoo for that if nothing else warning warning you may reach bean zero it's the end of the week and all your beans you may have started the week full of beans and now you may be at bean zero especially if you like I were out on the sauce last night now Bean Zero is a very dangerous place to be, and you can get up to all sorts of uh, mistakes, and uh, you can mistaken identities, perhaps. You could think that your husband was your lover, and your glover was your mother, and who knows what sort of shenanigans could ensue there. So do keep some beans in reserve, and if you do find yourself at Bean Zero, then attempt to regain a bean at all costs. I cannot express the danger of remaining 
at Bean Zero. I went to a lovely coffee shop this week in London. Uh, if you would like to go to a coffee shop in central London, then I can recommend Lavelle Bike and Bean in London's Soho. It's a lovely establishment. The coffee was delicious. I'm not a huge coffee connoisseur, but even I could tell that their Americano was absolutely really good in mouth, as they say in the coffee world. And if you get bored of the lovely drinks and food they have, then downstairs there's um, an e-bike shop, so you can pick up an e-bike as well if you're if you're snacking there. Speaking of shops in London, if anyone has a recommendation of a shop that sells the small bottles of Batiste Dry Shampoo, the 50 milliliter bottles, they do a 200 and a 100, which are quite easily found, but they also do a 50, and I can't find that anywhere. I went to a Boots uh, Superdrug, and then another Boots, and all of them were out in both the Dry Shampoo section and also the Miniatures section. So if anyone has a recommendation for that, I would greatly appreciate it. This week I went to the theatre. I saw the play Orlando at the Garrick Theatre, starring The Crown's Emma Corrin, except it wasn't because Emma Corrin was indisposed for the matinee that I went to, and instead the role of Orlando, the titular Orlando, was played by Oliver Wickham, and I have to say they did an absolutely fantastic job. I spent the first 20 minutes thoroughly confused. I have not read the source material, which is Orlando by Virginia Woolf, I believe, the novel. And Virginia Woolf's novel is quite confusing, and so then a stage adaptation of a little bit of confusing. Anyway, I was confused, but the production was excellent. Very funny, very quick, very witty, very interesting, and some excellent discussions on the nature of gender, uh, which is sort of the core I suppose, of the play, and the core of lots of people's lives, so it's important, I think, to learn about that sort of thing. On the subject of plays, and on our recent subject of Agatha Christie, I did finish The Moving Finger, an excellent story that was, with a wonderful sort of twist at the end, but I then did pick up another Agatha Christie from a Daunt bookshop, and this one was Witness for the Prosecution, and other stories. Now, Witness for the Prosecution, you may have heard of. It's been made into a number of TV and screen adaptations, as well as a smash hit production in London, a play which has been running for a long time, and which I've heard is very good. And I assumed that this whole book would be mostly Witness for the Prosecution. Turns out, it's less than 30 pages long. It's a really short story, very self-contained, and very engaging, very exciting, full of twisty turns and all is not what it seems type things, and uh, yeah, if you if you are looking for a short but sweet murder mystery style crime piece of writing by Agatha Christie, then I can recommend Witness for the Prosecution. Finally, I would like to give just one more warning. Uh, this is, of course, from my own personal experience. This warning centres around menthol. Now, I didn't really know what menthol was, or menthol, until fairly recently. I only knew of it from menthol cigarettes. Uh, Not that I ever have smoked a menthol cigarette, but I've heard that you sort of snap the end and they go minty, and I didn't really know why or how or what that meant, until recently in Morocco, which you'll know I was in recently if you've listened to this podcast and the reporting from the Morocco series, I picked up 
a small tub of menthol. And it's, it's crystals, is what it is, if you didn't know. It's small crystals that look like beautiful shards of a clear salt-like substance, but uh, larger in, in structure. And um, you you sort of crumble them up and put them in, in your mint tea. That's the way that the Moroccans have it, anyway. Um, but my warning is, don't eat it. Um, yes, just don't. It's... Uh, I... It... I would just like to end this Saturday special with a thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast, who's emailed in and engaged with what we're doing here. Um, it's a wonderful time. I'm having great fun. I hope that you're enjoying all the news. Uh, if you are enjoying the news, please do get in touch and let me know. And if you could like and share and recommend to a friend and do all those wonderful things, that would be greatly appreciated. I, I do have a lot of fun giving you out the news and I hope that you have fun sharing it. That's all from me. Thank you very much for tuning into this episode of the Ben O'Clock News. I've been Benedict Hesdale. Goodbye.